So today we are talking about why do we dislike modern motherboard, motherboard designs. We're going to talk about certain facets of that, like uh, certain design pushes of the modern motherboards in terms of how they work against the average consumer. We're going to talk about various types of issues that we have with modern mod motherboards, latest generations of motherboards. If you want to put four sticks of RAM inside, they're not going to boot, stuff like that. We're going to talk about Thunderbolt connectivity. We're going to talk about the lack of Thunderbolt con connectivity, which is the feature that we should be having right now. We're going to talk about the impact of all of that to consumers and the need for a little bit of a greater, let's say, transparency and maybe even, let's say, uh, being in the corner of consumers for a change, at least a little bit, not for us, but generally speaking. Okay, but uh, let's start with a simple question for me. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you, as I see, you completely prepared yourself. You have more uh, material to uh, push than I would ever think about Thunderbirds. So my question for you would be, what what happened to the Firewire? Why did, <laughs> why did the Firewire just mysteriously uh, lost its way from the Thunderbirds, although there is a huge amount of equipment that is fireware capable. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about uh, sound cards, uh, sound cards uh, discs, video cards, uh, video cameras, and especially video cameras that are uh, older models. So uh, Sony, for example, I so Sony, Sony, I So the older cameras that would be ideal today, uh, because you would be able to uh, completely uh, digitize everything you have on the cameras, just by plugging a single cable in. That's actually a good shout. Actually, I, I didn't think about that when I was thinking about this episode because I was so pissed off at something that happened today that I was, you know, raging. Because uh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt is easy. No, no, Thunderbolt basically in, in the in the metaphor that I'm using in in a sense is just like the, just like Firewire Firewire of the past. Yes, but the, right now the Thunderbolt, I think that the Firewire of the past is more uh, important because. Uh, People, I disagree. Okay. People have no, 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 no. Let let let, let me get this, uh, this get this thing uh, completely off. Uh, the FireWire was basically the only standard that was more or less standard digital standard on the cameras uh, from yesteryear. So mm -hmm. in the early two thousands, uh, late two thousands, uh, if if a camera had something digital on it, mm -hmm. it was usually FireWire. Mm -hmm. So being able to both. Uh, digitized directly from the camera mm -hmm. and being able to control the cameras are the things that actually made sense mm -hmm. firewire connectors and firewire uh, chips are not that expensive and they're just obsolete but from the perspective of the industry of course yes but uh, there is a lot of things that are obsolete and we are still uh, having to deal with them oh we have to do uh, like a series of episodes about that that's completely true let's talk about uh, usb uh, one zero uh, one zero because well, let's talk about motorola cpus let's talk about 486 cpus uh why do you want 6502 why 6502 is uh, fun but uh, <laughs> but uh, 486 is inside every motherboard right now 
No, 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 the, the original 486. But the original 486 and right now is uh, 486 in the uh, Intel's uh, management engine. So basically, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 is, it is on any motherboard. Now, actually, let's, let's have a, a little okay. bit of a more somber discussion because the topic is very serious. Uh, my introduction to when, when we were talking about FireWire, my introduction to FireWire was actually on PC. Mm-hmm. It was not on Macs, which uh, and Macs were basically using FireWire as standards for many, many years. It was much more of a standard on Macs than it was on PCs. Yes. Completely, completely agree. And my introduction to that was uh, RME's Fireface card, which we discussed more than a few times. Yes, and one of the best, probably best uh, budget uh, cards. I wouldn't say normal budget, but actually budget cards available to the normal consumer. Yeah, but at the time when I started using them, they were not budget cards. They were already quite expensive. But today, uh, today, uh, some some of the some of the let's say smaller models with uh, less channels yes i would i would disagree because i would say that uh, even uh, back then when they were expensive they were they were less expensive than, uh, than almost all the other cards that were able to perform as well as the they there were o- there was only one competition to them at that point in time which was motu and yes. everything else was up way outside the reach because everything else was pro tools Yes. So, so basically, yeah. so basically, this was the this was another this was another uh, universe back then. But uh, let's not talk about Max. Why not? Because they tended to have uh, now you see it now you don't uh, approach to all the standards. So suddenly FireWire disappeared. Then no, it's still present. You can still use it, albeit not on M Max. Yes, but you can also the USB uh, was and then wasn't then again was. <laughs> then uh, we had uh, it's a mexican soap opera basically. yes 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 uh, the what uh, uh, max are still trying to understand is why does a single person need more than one connector on a on a on a that's a second episode we are not <laughs> discussing that today i had a very very vivid idea about an episode about that but let's go back to the motherboard section okay so the next the next episode is going to be on one per port per person Uh, a policy for everybody. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, oh, yes. That's going to be awesome. Anywho, uh, you mentioned FireWire. So I started using it on PC. And after that, I started using it on Mac. And on PC, there were a couple of motherboards that had it, but more in the sense of iLink. Uh, so Sony standard for that, uh, less than FireWire 400 or 800, which were prevalent on Macs and in various types of professional environments. Yes, professional professional environments uh, almost exclusively used, especially the video professional environments, almost exclusively were on the uh, 400s and 800s, uh, especially on 400s. 400s. Yeah, on Macs. Yeah. Yes, well, uh, and, and on PCs. Less so. Because if you wanted to use Avid, uh, basic, and you were using Avid if you were trying to become a professional on the PC, this was basically the only thing that you could, uh, could use. Hmm. Premiere wasn't so uh, good back then. Vegas was considered uh, child's toy. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you were using Avid and Avid was more or less supporting uh, FireWire everything, including their own uh, control surfaces. So it's another uh, episode to talk about. Yes, that's a very okay. good one, actually. Yes, uh, okay. I, I actually bought some uh, PCI Express cards way back then for FireWire because I needed that, because I had two, two RMEs. Uh, those cards and I needed two ports because uh, although uh, FireWire was daisy chainable, it didn't always work perfectly that way. But uh, finding a motherboard with support for that, that was, you, we could we could probably tell, uh, write a book about that. Because I have two a, of those. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I have two of those that actually work. 
with FireWire 400 and 800? Uh, no, with FireWire. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point, exactly. Okay, okay so. Going back to the, to the original uh, topic, which we strayed from a little bit, but still yes, in, okay. in our usual way. My, um, the, the situation that happened today is that uh, on one of our Z590 computers here in the studio, actually. Okay. Um, we have a video editing platform based on Z590 with Intel's, uh, I think, 11th gen CPU, if I remember correctly, and 64 gigs of RAM. And uh, that computer has two graph cards. Okay. The motherboard uh, is a new one. We used to have MSI's, but it failed. So now we have an Asus one. Okay. They're uh, different and similar at the same time. The similarities are important here, which is that both of them have free PCI Express slots. I'm going to uh, hazard the guess and say that uh, having two uh, video cards basically blocks everything that can be connected to the motherboard. That's not only universally true. Actually, there are motherboards in which if you put one VGA card, you block all of the PCI Express slots. And you do need to have a little bit of a thicker one, like four series NVIDIA or something, but it's possible. This is my point, uh, because uh, I wanted to point out that uh, having a four series NVIDIA uh, usually means that you have everything blocked in your, in your PC uh on top of your pc being over overheated uh, almost all the time that's not the problem actually per se because you kind of work that into the design the problem is the fact that you have an e atx motherboard the large one yes. extended format and you still cannot put more than two cards uh, like two two series cards are in, in that uh, pc actually and uh, the second card blocks the preferred pci express slot and you can do anything about it now it's now it becomes the question of what to do Okay. Because I wanted to install a Thunderbolt card in, hence one of the topics. Yes, okay. Um, and I have the Thunderbolt card, but it doesn't fit. So now it becomes the question of whether or we are going to remove one of the VGA cards or not, and whether we are going to have Thunderbolt inside or not. And the third solution to the problem might be to find some kind of a VGA card that's a little bit, you know, not as high, not as thick with uh, a decent amount of uh, VGA outputs because when you do video production uh, that we do here in college, uh, the video outputs are very important and you need to have as many of them as possible. And for that reason, actually, I was I was thinking about um, going to our uh, to our dean to kind of ask him to buy us an NVIDIA NVS 810. Do you know which one is that? Mm, not really. With eight outputs. Ah, okay. okay. The only one okay. that okay. you can okay. buy. Uh, that would solve all of all the problems. I have a, I sure. have a solution for you, probably. Please don't say USB dongles. No. Okay. Uh, riser cards. There is a explicitly riser card for the PCI Express that would probably be fitting for what you want to try. It is possible. Yes. It is doable. Not in this case. Not in this this the case that we have it in. We would have to buy a separate case, and then we could do PCR Express risers, put the graphic cards vertically instead of horizontally. No, no. After, but, but after we, we could do it externally as well. After the episode, uh, I'm going to uh, solve this problem for you because I actually have from back from my days when I was doing crypto mining and so on. I have a few uh, riser cards that are connected by the USB 3 coil cables to. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, I knew where this, I was pretty sure where you're going with this. No, that's a hard no. <laughs> okay, okay. 
So, so we we are going to end up in a situation into which we are either going to suffer without Thunderbolt, or we're going to put some kind of a different, little bit less thick graphic card in, or we're going to remove one of the cards, live with that, and have Thunderbolt. Okay, but my problem is right now is you are getting too technical. What is your gripe about? Because this has been happening for the last five or six years. No, that's uh, been happening for the past twenty years. I would I would call last five, six or five years because. Before Six or that, five. That's a nice way of counting. Yes, I have to remember that. It, I'm I'm completely uh, as backwards today, so I have no I have no concept of uh, yesterday, tomorrow, today, or whatever. I had too many latches uh, during the day. Ah, computer architecture, man. Yes. So when I'm talking about computer architecture, I just quickly uh, quickly switch off. So we are talking about motherboards. Yes, because that class is way too easy for you. Yes, and now <laughs> now I need to switch off uh, when talking about cut. But but switch it off, but switch it but, off, but yes. uh, I think that uh, six years ago, seven years ago, uh, designers of the, uh, of the motherboards had some sort of a guilt trip of actually trying to make uh, two separate graphic cards work in tandem, because it was more or less expected. Today, they are supposedly uh, making that possible, mm -hmm. but nobody's using it, so they don't care. Yeah, for us, actually, two graphic cards um, have a purpose in that computer, uh, and one of them is video encoding, for which you need a decent graphic card nowadays, and the second reason was the amount of outputs, which, again, we could solve this problem by having that NVS card in. We would have 12 outputs then, okay. and one card that could do really good and fast encoding, so that would be good. But that's a topic for another day. Um, it's actually something else. I've been following along with this journey through the motherboard world for many years now. I started in the 1990s, just like you, buying my own computers, assembling them and whatnot. And an upcoming episode is going to be partially about that. So but I'm looking. I'm looking at uh, Pentium 2, the Schutz, and Klamath. Yes, and, and Coppermine. And Coppermine and uh, GA6BXS uh, motherboard. But and yeah, that's a good shout. But tell me, what do you notice about this motherboard that's different to the motherboards of today? And please don't say the aspect ratio. Uh, it's not the aspect ratio. It's that it's actually clearly designed. It's designed in such a way that to enable you to connect everything that you need to connect without anything other... Uh, without any hassle? No, no, no. Anything uh, standing in the way. Mm -hmm. What else do you notice about that motherboard? Uh, I don't know what you, what you mean. So this is a BX chipset, so it's 20 years old plus. Yes, okay. What, do you, what else do you notice about this motherboard that's different to the motherboards today? It's clear as day. I white black brown okay so different uh, different connectors mm -hmm. and different different standards mm -hmm. and the number of them but this was this was basically just the direct uh, result of uh, they had to create a motherboard with different uh, controllers mm -hmm. the controllers themselves were discrete so they had to put them on the motherboard mm -hmm. and then basically they just uh, stick with okay we have a controller then we are going to use the controller to the max Right now, they have integrated controllers inside the chipset, 
And okay. most of them don't care about having more than one single uh, connector, one single lane because lanes are expensive because uh, plastic is not cheap. Thank you very much for saying that because I'm going to debunk that, what you just said in multiple ways. Basically, what you can see here is eight slots of expendability. Yes, okay. Uh, the first one being AGP, that's for graphic cards and nothing else. And PCI and this the uh, the lower part, so the, the black, the black slots are 16-bit ISA ports. ISA. Yeah. Very, very, very reminiscent of our very distant past. Uh, past. I'm, so, I'm missing VESA here. Uh, you have, uh, yeah, VLB. You want yes, VLB? VLB? Yes. Yeah, we need to go back a little bit more. Yes, okay. But the, the motherboards before this, prior to, uh, the, the first computers were more of a desktop format. And later on, when they started going vertical, as they are mostly today, at least for desktop PCs, then the layout changed somewhat and then the amount of the uh, of course with the progress of technology as well and the uh, amount of connector uh, of uh, sp slots that you could use to expand your computer was enhanced by a lot and uh can i be quite uh direct in the in in one one point sure there is no bullshit on this uh, slide uh when i see a slide about a motherboard right now it screams uh performance speed uh two times five MOSFETs, times 20, 25 uh special military style uh, mosfets uh, military style memory military style something gaming other rgb whatever and nobody is concentrating on the actual things that the motherboard is able to do because i don't care that my motherboard is uh in camouflage colors i want my motherboard to work and I want the, the features of the, of the motherboard to be clearly described, yes. which is what you picked up on. And that's where yes, I, I yes, didn't. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't. That's a very good point as well. That's, because because you got used to uh, having to uh, you got wait. Used, used to this. Yes. You got yeah. used to this idea of. No, no, because. Uh, this no, 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 this, this. And, this but the, sort the, of the stuff. First, the first and you cannot even, uh, you know, go uh, lower on the screen. I'm, I'm trying to go. You know, I'm trying but, to but scroll you need, down. You need to wait for the for the animation to finish. I don't because want this to. is outstanding. I don't. This wanna. is unparalleled. I don't care. Uh, but this 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 screen is uh, what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. There is not a single information on this screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It just has nice p uh, pictures. Of, much better pictures than what it used to be yes. yes nice nice pictures these pictures are nice but they are not better because you more or less do not see what is in, uh, in, uh, under the hood yeah you have to decipher everything for yourself and you need to understand is there anything other this piece of alum aluminum or isn't there so mm -hmm. is there a slot for the uh, nvme uh, desk uh, under this probably yes yeah but, there but are quite a not. few of them yeah, yes but maybe not yeah yeah i know i know i know what you mean that's okay so eight slots here three slots for memory okay and this is slot one you remember this yes 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 slot yes, one yes. Based. first first seller and first pentiums uh yeah, before they went soft yes. 370 or whatever it was okay so i'm i'm basically going forwards in time via different representative motherboards they are not necessarily the most expensive ones but more uh, more like mid-range ones and some of the motherboards that i either have or had or i'm still using or used to use okay and i know them well i had this one as well but this is a uh, you, you can clearly see that this is a different format of the motherboard as well yes this one this one is, was designed to be smaller yes this is like itx format or something but it still has four slots yes and, and it's actually it actually uses the space it has it uses it uh, efficiently. efficiently okay 
I don't like the overlap uh, for the memory uh, connector, uh, to be more precise, memory um, uh, uh, holders, mm -hmm. the, the white things uh, that are holding the memory. Mm -hmm. So I don't like the overlap uh, with the card because this means that I won't be able to uh, get the memory out if the card is in. I know. But this is... this is Very clean. This is clean. This works. And uh, you are collecting on your point, but... But try not to judge things from the perspective of today. Okay. Because back then, this was very good motherboard. Yes, but I would judge uh, from a perspective of today because if you take a look at this, you can see that the connector uh, for the video card mm -hmm. uh, has the security slot. So it, mm -hmm. has the, it has the pin that holds the hard card in and it's, uh, uh, it's uh, faced the right way. Oh, new okay, new yes. motherboards, new motherboards tend to do it uh, the other way around. So it's extremely complicated to you get have the to, card from the upper yes, part yes. and break your fingers. Yes, because and of course get bloody. Yes, because so so I, I from my perspective, this is clean, but it also works. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm with you on that one as well. So now we go a little bit forward in time yet again. I, I didn't purposely select Gigabyte. I okay. just selected them because I know their motherboards very well. Okay. I used to test a lot of them. So this is another smaller motherboard, but check out how many connectors this has. One, two, three, four, five, six. It has six SATA ports, uh, parallel SATA port ID. Yes. And a floppy, floppy port. Floppy port, and okay. And many, many more ports here as well. USB, PS2, it has 5.1 sound, etc., etc., etc. Whatever you wanted to do with these motherboards, you were more or less always able to do. And this brings me to another topic. Yes. It's not only about expansion, although this is a very important aspect of our discussion. It's about having the capability not only to expand, but to expand your workflow into the future. Because nowadays, from this standpoint, when we get to the last motherboard, you're going to realize what you already probably know, which is that if you want to expand into the future, you have to buy a new computer. Yes, yes, completely, completely, completely agree. Because which sucks. Right now, we were talking, uh, we were, a couple of days ago, we were talking about uh, getting the new computer for the office here. Yeah, we uh, were joking, joking about Windows 11. Yes, yeah, we were okay. joking about Windows 11 and I said, okay, uh, I don't want to buy a new computer. Mm -hmm. I'm using an old computer, which, which is completely fine. I just want to get the uh, new, uh, the uh, most powerful possible CPU for this motherboard. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's not possible to do it. It's HPC workstation. Yes, 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 yes. But uh, the problem is that uh, you cannot, even if you want to, I would say you cannot expand it. You can expand it, but you're not going to, going to get anything for your, for your money. You're going to get, no. I don't know, 6% more power or, um, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I correct in this? 5 or nah, 6%. Less. Okay, so, but continue, do, do continue to think about the Thunderbirds. Yeah, okay. So, this is actually the uh, the chipset uh, P45. This okay. is something that we discussed on our computer yes, architecture yes, yes, class yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. for a little bit for two reasons. Because A, it's a very good chipset. Okay. It was super popular and it was heavily used for our other uh, free time pastime, which was Hackintoshes. Yes. Okay. But this is just a trivia. But it's just, not just, just another thing about this motherboard. Uh, two X16 slots. Yes. Two three X1 slots and two PCIs. And can you see uh, the way they actually uh, uh, used the first slots from the CPU? Uh, one is overlapping the cooler for the, um, for the chipset. chipset. 
And yeah, but it's not as high, and the yes, car can yes, fit yes. Here. The, the, this, this is the point. Uh, this are, doesn't happen today. They are actually they are actually actually using uh, the space correctly. And the other thing is, I would guess that this one is able to uh, use these two slots for this uh, for different cards. Uh, so you would uh, get the card oriented one or the other, one way or the other. Yeah, and yes. I, I had this motherboard. I had on the top in the top PCIe X1 slot. I had a USB free controller. Yes. Some, some, sometimes either something small or you can actually fit a normal card in. Yeah. You, uh, not completely because uh, the memory is in the way. Yes. Yeah. You can fit a very long card. That's correct. Yes, but the memory is. Uh, but you still. Uh, is yeah. reachable. Easily reachable. Yeah, and you have four slots of memory as well, yes. which is something that went up in the next couple of years and then it went down yet yes again, which is I'm another going, point of discussion i'm going to have another point of discussion in regards of memory but yeah do continue, let's, let's, do let's get to there let's get there so the next the motherboard that i have a very much like uh, thousands and thousands of hours of working uh, experience with is x5 uh, x58a motherboard from gigabyte this is a motherboard that's in my silver computer okay you know which one yes 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 so i've had this since gigabyte gave it to me with the cpu okay, okay it's more than 10 years ago it's working perfectly but check this one two three four five six seven yes. expansion slots four out of those are x16 some of them are wired x8 which we don't care about because we didn't have four graphic cards then to, yes. to work with but you can basically expand yet again this motherboard all the way to oblivion and it has six it's a triple channel yes because of the cpu so tri triple channel memory is used here and it has again a lot of additional and ten, expansion and ten, ten set set ports that uh that is also yeah. a nice thing to have yeah. yeah and here usb and firewire and whatever so again very clean design highly expandable motherboard has the reason why i'm still using it okay because i have two graphic cards in two usb controllers additional uh, pc express slot is used for um, nvme ssd you know i have practically all of the slots filled except for the pci slot i don't use pci cards anymore all of the pci expresses are being used and everything works perfectly this is for me the, the epitome of a very well designed motherboard this is a high-end motherboard by the way this is yes. not a cheap one x58 was an expensive chipset so this is the epitome of a very well designed high-end motherboard in a way in which i think they should it should be done from then to eternity I wanted. I want to say this because, uh, from the, today's perspective, this looks like an overkill of a motherboard. It's but at not. The same, but at the same time, it looks like a, um, like a motherboard should look like. Yes. So uh, a piece of hardware that enables you to uh, expand your uh, PC, not a piece of hardware that makes your PC look better. That's that's exactly the point. Exactly. Yes. The okay. Point. Very good. And then uh, uh, you said that five, six something years ago, something, something. Yes. There is a part of that statement that's very true, which is roughly five, six, seven years ago, the prices of the motherboard started going crazy again. Okay. Because at this time, so P50, P45 motherboards, X58, we are talking about uh, price range between $60, $70 and let's say 400 Okay. So three, uh, three to four hundred dollars for a high-end motherboard that would yes. be completely equipped with everything. Yeah, but you have everything you, you yes. could possibly want in that generation for that. Okay, to be to be completely honest, uh, the number of controllers required to run this thing wasn't that high, because the chipset itself was uh, capable of doing everything, and uh, basically what you got, what you needed, were the connectors. So not 
more, much more additional electronics was uh, was needed. But they made an effort to do yes, it. Yes, yes, that's, yes. That's yes, my yes. point. And the second point is, I very much like six memory slots. Yes. Not only for the obvious reasons, but for one more that we are going to come back to later, which I mentioned in the intro. You could put six times four, six times eight. Uh, I don't know, three times eight, three times four, whichever memory I ever installed there, it worked. Uh, with the memory, I have one thing to say. Uh, when it comes to memory, uh, I am one of those guys who uses his computer into oblivion. So basically, if I buy a computer, I'm going to use it uh, for whatever years uh, it is able to work. Uh, there is going to be a moment in time when I will say, okay, right now, the price of the old memory has gone so much down that mm -hmm. I'm going to Upgrade max to out. I'm going to max mm -hmm. out the motherboards, and then when I see that maxing out means uh, I'm going to be able only to use one uh, one additional slot that I have on my, my motherboard, makes me mad. Yes, I agree completely. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's move to the next. Let's say semi-representative chipset. You're going to start noticing some changes now. So X, this is the Z370. Okay. What's the first thing that you notice here? But okay, let's take the obvious. Uh, first, they are trying to make the clean uh, design because they are making a large sp uh, space available for the cooler. Agreed. So they had to move everything out of the way. Correct. Uh, okay, the memory is more or less the standard and also four slots. But good. They went with the. They are okay. They are cutting down on the number of uh, slots for the PCI Express. But I, I would argue that this is more than decent. This is still yes, very good. This is decent, but this was designed around the idea of having a graphics card that is going to be in uh, SLI or whatever mode is. So, fire, yeah. Yes, so you are going to be using uh, two cards uh, normally. Yes. So there is enough space for the cards to breathe or to have uh, enough uh, cooling. Exactly the reason why I selected this motherboard because I don't want to over, sound overly negative about it because this is a very nicely designed motherboard. This design? Which was, uh, it was designed with uh, by somebody who has common sense. Uh, it, it, they had an idea what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, this was designed with an idea. This wasn't designed to be appealing to a gamer. Yeah. This was designed with a technical idea. They wanted to solve a couple of problems, thermals being one of those. Yes. And they actually managed to do this. Uh, this is the reason why the chips and then everything else has a cooler uh, that is passive, but is right next to the uh, right next to the. I'm talking about the, the power, power power rails and the. You mean uh, this, these guys? Yes, yes, yes. So that's power power phases. Power phases. Yeah, yeah. So okay. they are basically cooled by the cooler of the CPU, and they're using the uh, airflow of the cooler. Mm -hmm. And this is completely this is completely okay because this was designed by somebody who actually knew what they're doing. Exactly agreed. Okay. Now we move, move on. to something else. The, this is yes, it is a couple of generations newer. <sighs> When but I see this name, when I see this name, I need to take a little breather and then I just going to wait for the amazing pictures, the RGB. I'm going to see a lot of animations. I'm going zen, to see zen, zen. It is going zen. to it is going to be constantly bothering me in my uh, peripheral vision because it's going to be animated and I'm going to take and I'm not joking. I'm going to take my wire cutters and then cut everything off that is connected to the motherboard by the wires. I, I agree. Did this. I did this. Yeah, I agree. I have absolutely no patience for that color schemes that need to be changed that everything needs to uh, have millions of colors on the motherboard. I okay, don't care let, for that. I, I, I know that you made this, but can you tell me what do you see on this motherboard right now on, on these images? I, what was the first idea of the design? 
the first idea of this design was to look pretty yes and the other thing to have a lot of i know this from a functional standpoint to have a lot of space for nvme ssds okay but my point is this was made for a computer that has uh, that is either open or has a see-through window on the side correct this wasn't made this for is a this is made to look at it yes so uh -huh. this okay. is made to look pretty and it doesn't make any sense to put any kind of uh, display inside the motherboard mm -hmm. you don't do it there is no reason to do it so this is when function became second mm -hmm. looks first function second so this, style over function but this is designed uh, if you look at it this way from the perspective of it needs to look good this is pretty clever. much the cream of the crop yes this is cleverly designed because it actually ticks all the boxes it works mm -hmm. okay uh everything is lacking it doesn't have enough uh connectors if uh, if you don't want to oh anything. it's not only that everything is covered up uh you, you're going to have a, a few problems when you need to change something because in few order problems. to in order to change uh, nvme disk you basically need to disassemble everything down mm. to the bare, bare metal but yes it has a few problems but other than you that you know what pisses me off in this design the most the colors no but forget about that functions functionally speaking what no. do you think what pisses me off the most i have an idea the fact that the second slot looking from the top of okay. the pc express is situated where it is because okay. it should have been in the middle between the top one and the lowest one yes which would enable us to actually use it yes but then it would be uh, interfering with the yellow line that is uh, animated probably yeah and the nvme ssds that are yes, yes uh, that yes, are yes, meant yes, to yes. be put inside because again uh, to counter your point this kind of tells you the story about the fact that the traces for pc express are not as expensive as you think they are because they have a perfect amount of space and money and development time to put i think this this motherboard has like four nvme uh, ssd slots so it's not about the traces it's about the, the way in which they want to design stuff because I, the, the normal person i mean this is a high-end motherboard this is expensive as hell yes every motherboard that you look from this series on this chipset be it asia msi gigabyte okay pick your number doesn't really matter which one you're going to find the same design pattern on almost all of the motherboards and there are just a few exceptions in the single digit percentage amounts which will have more than three PCI Express slots, which I is think insane. This would go uh, with the idea of actually uh, the lot of them not designing their own motherboards, mm -hmm. but just getting the reference design and then uh, putting a lot of uh, lights on it. <laughs> so basically, I think that <laughs> they, are, the light on it. That's they are working. They are working around uh, reference design. Uh, when I see red uh, USB connectors, I am trying to find the nearest uh cannon to fire at the guys who did this because i want to be able to understand what the usb connectors are i hate having to look up uh, what is written on the connector itself is it a uh, super speed mega speed 3.2 uh, 3.2 uh, 3.1 3.2 3.2 3.1 3.2 3.3 uh 3.3 no no no, no 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 yeah, uh the the yellow one uh no, power no. power yeah, 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 enabled no. whatever no no 3.2 gen 2x2 that's my favorite uh no 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 my favorite is why the heck do you need uh wi-fi connectors on the motherboard let's let's pause that for a second and, and discuss why something do you need, important one more why do you need 
buttons on the back side to be able to reset the motherboard. Because it's easier for the overclocker to do it that way. Because we all know that uh, people who overclock uh, like to have the now they like to have the fan uh, straight at their face, so basically they need no, to... No, 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 it's not the point. The, the people who overclock prefer having a computer in uh, landscape mode. Okay. And therefore, it's easier if they just can click somewhere here than going here or there. It's that. Or you can have buttons on the motherboard as well, which is what most people most, yes, most have. Yes, th and this does make sense to me. Okay, yeah. right, okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's uh, comment on some, uh, on some positives here, because there are a few. Uh, again, years development, technical development processes, blah, blah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten USB slots. Uh, okay. Ten USB connectors. Okay. Like you very much. Okay. The, you, you cannot argue against that. That's good. Two Thunderbolt ports. Okay. This is not only good. This is excellent. This is basically the deluxe version of the PC motherboard, which is happy enough to have two Thunderbolt ports. Okay. And Gigabytes is actually, I think, the only motherboard manufacturer, I would have to check, but I'm pretty sure it's true, that has the actual models of the motherboard with Thunderbolt slots on. There are rarely other ones, maybe a, okay. one or two motherboards by other vendors. For most of the others, you have to buy the Thunderbolt as an additional PCI Express card. Okay. Which sucks. Okay. okay. Because the motherboards nowadays are already super expensive and not having this kind of kills the avenue of expansion in many different ways to the every other way that we already discussed. So let's, let's recount. If you go to the design of this motherboard, you have three PC Express slots. If you put a decent, decent and expensive graphics card here, the, you're going to put it in the top slot. PCI Express slot, the top one, then that one is going to probably cover the second one, yes. depending on which one you have. Maybe you are going to be able to use the lower one, if you're lucky, if you don't have 4090 or something like okay. that, which basically means that you have one slot on average for expansion for a, let's say, average person buying this motherboard, okay? Which means that the only left, the only other option left for you to expand is Thunderbolt. There is no other way. We are not going to expand nowadays. People don't don't. Uh, a lot of people who are professionals, they don't look into, uh, they don't look on the backside of this motherboard and say, yes, I'm going to buy a USB 3.0 uh, hard disk. You know, and if you have to add a good sound card or some kind of a processing card that's external or something, you kind of do need to go Thunderbolt way for a variety of reasons. And it's not only because of the bandwidth or because of the capability to run the eGPU, which you know I did. That works really well. It's just general uh, general uh, state of the matter right now. Okay, but let me ask you three questions. First, one, when was the last time you used SPDIF? SPDIF? Yes. I'm using it right here, right now. Okay, but, at but home, this, is not, this is not the reference, in, okay, uh, reference in, usage. In, in regular life? Yes. Decade, more okay. than a decade ago. I'm using it in studio at home. For, of course, for yes, connecting my, yes, but my you keyboards. Are not, uh, as we said, we, you are not a normal user. Yeah, yeah. For but even normal you, use, even, even you, yeah. you are not using SPDIF. No, as I said, aided, aided, I, I aided, use it. Actually, aided. there is one reason yes. why I'm using it. I'm using it to connect sound uh, from my Bose okay. to my Sony uh, TV. 
Reason being because if I use a coaxial way of connecting, uh, some kind of a sound breakage happens okay, for some okay, reason. Okay, okay. But uh, more to your point, you're com completely correct. In normal life, I haven't used it in more than a decade. I would like to see ADAT here. ADAT would be much, much more appreciated. ADAT, the, the function of ADAT is eight channel audio. I, I wouldn't go that way on a PC motherboard, but I see your point. But 6.1, like surround. Uh, the surround would make sense on ADAT. I agree. That's that's a that's a good point. And there is yes. no there is no reason not to include it because SPDIF is basically the same thing as ADAT uh, when it comes to co uh, codecs and compressors and everything else. So everything can be in the integrated in the same way that this was integrated. But okay, this is the first one. Okay. The second. The second one. What would be the thing that you would actually uh, add besides the Thunderbolt to all of the high-end motherboards? 10G Ethernet would be the first one. Okay. 2.5G Ethernet makes absolutely no sense to me because unlike a lot of people who are gaming, I'm not. I use Ethernet uh, connections either to send and receive traffic or to do storage networking for which I need 10G at least. So for me to have 2.5G Ethernet makes absolutely no sense on a high-end motherboard. That's uh, actually uh, also ties in nicely to something else, which is the fact that 2.5G Ethernet ports and controllers versus 10G, they're basically the same in price. But isn't the time that we got BMC on the uh, uh, user motherboards or uh, the normal desktops? So the ability to the, uh, use the AP, uh, uh, IPMI and uh, remotely control the controller pieces. I'm absolutely with you on that one. That's why we have Intel vPro and some other technologies partially, but you're completely correct that it would be good. That being said, the PC as a home device was never intended for that. It's more of a workstation and of course But server. it was never intended to have uh, 10 USB slots and... Uh, no, don't go there. I need more of them, so yeah, don't. Yes, I know, but it was never intended to do this because it was a home device. Yeah. So when we are expanding to the level where the, where the motherboard costs $700, yeah. I would yeah. expect the BMC to be able to control it remotely to get it remotely on and off, mm -hmm. to be able to see what is happening and mm -hmm. to be able to actually integrate this, the thing into the, my uh, normal workflow because I don't want my, want my PC to be uh, on all the time. I want to be able to uh, wake it up. You can. And wake on LAN is not the solution. It is, but it isn't. Yeah, I, I yes. know where, I know why. Yeah, okay, so, that's good. So this would be, this would be a good, uh, a nice thing to have. I completely agree with you. And, and the, the third point? And my third point is that, uh, why two Ethernets? Uh, you are right on the money with the uh, 10G. Uh, 10G, uh, let, me, let, let, let me go from the start. Uh, 2.5G doesn't make any sense because 10G is both uh, less expensive when you're buying equipment mm -hmm. because you can buy used equipment that is a fraction of the price of the new uh, two, uh, two 5G uh, for uh, which switches. you need to buy a new so, one. Yes, because you need to actually buy a two five G, uh, two point five G uh, switch. Your two point five G is going to be specifically designed to be home office, more office, and it is not going to be uh, professional. The done. next problem is what you uplink that to. Yes, so I want to be able to uplink this to a normal ten G hub. Or mm -hmm. so, sorry, 10 g switch. Which means you have to buy a switch that can do 10 and 2.5G, which is even more expensive. Yes, but I'm going to skip over uh, the 2.5 and then I'm going to just, just going over to the 10G and uh, of course. Call, call it a day. Of course. I, I agree can, with you completely. I can buy a huge switch with four 10G ports, one for the router, one for the storage, one for the local computer, and I have still one more. To your point, actually, to kind of, uh, again, to be fair, uh, 
there are some motherboards. I know that Asus has some motherboards, workstation motherboards, or, or more of a workstation motherboards that do have 10G on board. So okay. don't forget that. So just to be fair, but going back to something that we said that we we're going to discuss later. Uh, why do you need uh, wireless? That's what you asked. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to answer uh, actually that in two different ways. First, I completely agree with you. There is no reason why a desktop motherboard needs to have wireless built in. If I need wireless on my desktop, I'm going to buy a USB or a PCI Express card. Yes. They exist, they're cheap, they work, I'm happy. That being said, I was very lucky uh, last year when I bought the Z790 based uh, system with uh, 3900K because there, uh, there, there were and there still are some problems with Intel drivers on the uh, both of the uh, network adapters and they tend to not work correctly and for me the fact that I had wireless on board was actually a lifesaver and the second point to that this is not wireless only this has bluetooth as well and that's actually useful the bluetooth is useful but I tend to think that uh, over provisioning with different uh, I would call it transmitters basically everything transmits any kind of RF energy into the motherboard uh, I would say that this is a big, uh, this is a big no no. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would I would like to see a Bluetooth. Okay, Bluetooth is fine, but uh, two antennas uh, for wire for wireless connections. No, one of the antennas is for Bluetooth as well. It could be that it, this is this is MIMO, so it uh, yeah. they they could be used for uh, both, both both of those things. Mm -hmm. But but let let's just say I dislike the idea of wireless because uh, uh, I would like to use my own uh, USB dongle. This dongle is probably going to use the Wi-Fi 6, so this is going to be even faster than the, than the ones here. And I would like my uh, motherboard to be expandable, mm -hmm. but expansion should be something that I can buy uh, separately, not something that is given to me as a part of the motherboard. I don't want my motherboard to have everything because they uh, tend to think that I should be having it. This is a very good, uh, very good topic to actually discuss from our use case experiences and standpoints. Reason being that I'm very happy that these motherboards solved one of my problems, which is the amount of USB ports. Okay. You have the same problem and we are, we are not even close to be the only ones who have that problem. We have that on the extreme end because we have you know usb card uh, the mouse the keyboard the, the disc the usb sound card this that we need and cameras and black magic devices whatnot we need a lot of usb ports but don't for a single second think that we are a very big exception to the rule because we are not uh, everything else about this motherboard uh, apart from the fact that it has thunderbolt just irks me off especially when having in mind the price because this is crazy expensive yes this is crazy expensive and this should be a normal motherboard uh, these connectors should be completely normal this would be run-of-the-mill connectors that would be expected on a normal motherboard because what there's uh, what they're missing here is you don't have any provision for the uh, graphics so this was yeah, that's, that's insane so this was never meant to do any graphics. It doesn't have any special uh, provisions for anything other than USB, basically USB, Ethernet, and uh, audio. So they cut down the number of four ports. Uh, the number of yeah, ports you itself, have more USBs, but less the other ones. Yes. So uh, this is not something that I would uh, I would uh, want to call a high-end uh, platform. I'm actually going to uh, kind of like continue the discussion by loading all of the Z90 motherboards 
and you can do the same thing with other vendors. Uh, what you will find to be the same, you can see two or three slots, two or three slots, two or three slots, two or three yes. slots, basically on every motherboard, just like what I was saying yes, uh, earlier. Uh, I, I spent a better part of uh, November last year or October last year going through specs of all of the Z790 motherboards from all of the vendors trying to find the motherboard for me. Trust me when I say it wasn't easy. Yes, you know, but but because you are looking for different things that uh, the rest of the population is doing. Because no, I don't think so. Not in not in this case because I don't. I'm not a gamer, so I don't have a lot of requests or requirements in terms of gaming. Everything else, I do have a, a need for more USB ports, but I do have a Thunderbolt. Can you hub, open the so third one? The third one from the left. This one. Yeah, yes. this one. Yeah, that's even better. I think just this single is, slot. Yes, this is going to annoy you. It's a, annoy this you is a mini, mini motherboard, so. No, I have no problem with that, but because I, it's a for a specific use case. Yes, but I have a problem because they could have fitted uh, two additional slots for the memory. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. And actually, there's another point to be made. There is almost no chance that the the, uh, the PCI Express slot is ever going to be able to be used, because in the cases that this is going to go in, which are small, yes, it's not going. It's going to have to be some very slim card. Uh, but there is a couple of other points. Let me go back to my talk about the memory because I had a yeah. We have to discuss that because it's a big topic to have. Yes. I had I had the experience okay. recently. We don't need any more pictures. Yes. Okay. So uh, I had an experience recently. I was trying to uh, create basically uh, put together a system that needed to run uh, 128 gigs of RAM. Oh yes. This is was it AMD based? Uh, no, no, it was Intel based. Okay, In Intel based. Uh, the problem is that uh, for right now on desktop, uh, although it's not a huge amount of RAM, 128 gigs is the top limit. So basically, mm -hmm. none of the uh, desktop versions of the processors are able to uh, address more than this. Yeah, that's a, the, the, a, a artificial limitation. It's an artificial limitation, but it exists. Yes. Uh, it's better than what it used to be. Basically, uh, first I tried to do it by myself because I'm used to uh, tinker. tinker and I'm used to basically putting my computers together. And then I had to get the computer back to the uh, people who sold it. And mm -hmm. then it took them, I think it was five working days uh, until they were able to find uh, dims that were working together on the motherboard stable enough to uh, be to say that this motherboard is actually working with the 128 gigs. And actually, that's way more difficult than, than most people think. And the fact that you, they only spent five days means that they already had some prior knowledge. Uh, they had some prior knowledge and the, the, the most important thing, they had enough memory uh, on site to be able to uh, compare different uh, dips. This is a, a very good point, which I also wanted to discuss because uh, AMD is even more susceptible to this base systems like 670AE chipset, the latest one, M uh, most of the people that I had a chance to discuss with, and you can find information about this on the on the net as well. If you have a four slot motherboard like this one, like, uh, like this gigabyte motherboard, uh, if you put four memory sticks in 99% of the cases, you're not going to be able to boot the machine. And this it's is a little bit better on on the Intel side, to be fair. Yes, but uh, better, in my perspective means I had to wait for a week for the memory and the motherboard to work. Although I had the motherboard, the memory and everything else both paid and uh, it was in the shop mm -hmm. and nobody was able to get it to work. 
this is insane. This shouldn't it's happen. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Yes. This shouldn't uh, happen. Actually, the second point to that story, uh, this is the latest chipset. So maybe the uh, somebody is going to say that the comparison isn't fair. Fair point. Okay. I don't think it isn't, but whatever. If you go to a uh, chipset that's one step behind that, which was what what was uh, 690 or something like that i don't remember what the, what the, what the name name of the chipset was uh, again with all of the latest amd amd cpus if yes. you put four sticks of memory in there's no way you can boot it it's not only related to this platform it's actually a couple of others and uh, the explanations that i heard were actually about motherboard pairing and the problems with the memory controller which gets overwhelmed because of the fact that it has too much memory to work with which is insane I think that the biggest problem is that uh, right now the design that they are aiming for is very specific design that says this person is going to have a single graphic card. It is going. Uh, he's going to have two NVMe discs. Or she. Uh, the person. The person. That's good. the person. He's going to have uh, uh, two NVMe discs. He's going to have at most uh, 64 gigs of RAM, mm -hmm. and they're designed in two times 32. Because uh, four times sixteen is not going to work. Yes, so at most sixty-four gigs, and it is going to be uh, the top what uh, of what the motherboard should be uh, should be supporting. And yet again, this is a thing that didn't used to be that way. Yes, yes, before because before any memory the, before this uh, they, they were using the idea of uh, if you had four slots, you you should be able to fill them with the maximum amount of memory or the minimum amount of memory. Mm -hmm. You could mix and match memories it wouldn't work as quickly as possible because you had to uh, the use same the prob same problem uh, exists to be because it's a yes. normal architecture problem mm -hmm. but it would work today if you try to mix memories of different uh, speeds more or less you're completely uh, guaranteed to uh, won't be able to boot mm -hmm. my actually the so we are coming to to the end of the episode and i wanted to mention one more uh, one more thing or maybe to stress out one more thing and the importance of it because this is going to uh, be a good lead-in for one of the future episodes because we're going to do a same episode uh, episode about laptops okay because that pisses me off even more the, okay uh and the topic is go uh, that we're discussing now thunderbolt yet again is so applicable to to laptops even more than to the desktops in a sense because laptops as a precursory to that episode are even worse uh, let's say even more badly designed nowadays because most of the ports everybody eliminated and now we are talking about thunderbolt but most of the laptops don't have them so that's insane i'm talking pc laptops now specifically because and apple laptops are a different story that we're going to cover in that episode as well because they are doing but, some but weird they're, they're stuff completely, well. they're completely different in design yeah, in, the, in the psychology and everything else so, so yes okay yeah uh, my big problem with the f is the fact that uh, most of the motherboards uh, even on the high end uh, go to asia's motherboards go check msi's motherboards some of them at least uh, even on the high end most of them don't have thunderbolt you have to either buy additional pc express card for it for a motherboard that's insanely expensive already etc this should be the standard because that's where usb uh, foundation is pushing us usb4 or thunderbolt 4 whatever you want to call that it doesn't really matter because that's the only way in which we can have compatible expandability that is uh, both usable on the desktop and the laptop and that that would cover basically all of the use cases that we need for all of the customers because uh, again a precursory to a future episode about laptops believe it or not laptops used to be expendable as well 
I'm uh, using P50 mm-hmm. ThinkPad. I'm completely able to use four slots of memory. Mm-hmm. I have two NVMe slots and I have a uh, SSD slot that is a normal SSD slot mm-hmm. in a laptop. Mm-hmm. And it all works. It requires a little bit of extra hardware because the ThinkPad has, uh, uh, in the way that it is designed, it needs a extra holder or extra caddy for the, the for the discs. Thank but you for reminding me for, the, for that uh, of that because those slots, both of them, can use both MSADA yes, and yes, yes, yes. You saw the, which, you saw the laptop inside. Yes, I did because th- that's what's called a good design. It, it, but it was designed. And yeah, let, yeah, it was designed. Correct. Let me let me just uh, get uh, one hate uh, 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 one hate done before we finish the memory. Yet again. Yet, yet again, the memory. Okay, go ahead. Can we stop with the bullshit called kits? Sixteen uh, gigabyte kits. When this it says sixteen gigabyte on the dim, mm-hmm. it says it in. I'm old. I'm unable to read small lettering. You are two thirds of the way there. I'm two thirds of the way there. I'm old, so I'm unable to read the lettering on the DMs, especially when the lettering is probably one point two millimeters high. Mm-hmm. It says sixteen gigabytes, kit one slash two. This basically means that this is uh, half of the kit that is going to be sixteen gigabytes. Then my uh, DIM is eight gigabytes. It doesn't mention eight gigabytes. It says sixteen gigabytes. So I need to guess semi-false advertising. In a sense. Yes, I need to guess if the uh, person making the kit decided that it is going to mark the size of the kit or the mm-hmm. size of the uh, them. Mm-hmm. And once the kit is outside of the box, I want to be able to tell my dims apart. I want to see what the, the capacity of the dim is. Mm-hmm. I don't want it hidden inside the model number of the dim. I want to be able to say, okay, this is an eight gigabit dim. Oh, you are also a lover of those cryptic model names. Yes, yes, yes. The model I need two universal translators from Star Trek to to tell me what the hell that number, those numbers and letters mean. I'm going to just say my iPhone is working great because it is able to understand the text, and I can do a lookup directly from the from the image. So I'm using <laughs> the iPhone to enlarge the image and then see what is written on, the, on it. I had to do it. Yeah, but, I know, Mr. Troll. Yes, but. Uh, let's cut it off let's stop stop using the kits the kits don't make sense you are selling me two eight gigabyte sticks you're not selling me a 16 gigabyte kit because i want to buy two times eight gigabyte of memory okay i agree with you on that on false marketing but i would kind of point the fact that uh, kits do make a, a little bit of a sense in another way which is related to the topic that we discussed and which we mentioned as well which is by using the uh, uh, two sticks in a kit, you're kind of saying as well that they're compatible. Which one you are? They are paired. E- Just like, you know, tubes or something. I would say that this would be uh, completely okay if this were true. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I had uh, 128 gigs uh, that I needed to uh, to create. Were they two times two kits or one kit of four sticks? There were two uh, 64 gigabyte kits. Oh, so, so that's not one kit. So that was not not one kit. So uh, the kits were not paired. But the problem was not in the kits themselves. Uh, the dims inside the kit was a problem. Okay. So so one uh, one dim wasn't paired with the other. Mm-hmm. And if the uh, kits were paired and everything was working okay, I wouldn't be having this uh, rent right now. Uh, my problem with the uh, marketing and everything else that is happening right now is that 
you are we have come to a point where you cannot uh, trust the specification yes. you cannot you cannot trust the you cannot read it you cannot trust the specification i'm, I'm not talking about the physical aspect that you mentioned that's also true very small letters i'm actually saying about uh, what you said earlier about the websites it is impossible to find the correct information although it's written somewhere it is just jumbled in a way in which you cannot p- possibly understand where it is but the other thing is that when we started with the memory uh, nonsense First, they said, okay, you can use any memory at all. Then they said the memory should be of the same speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm fine with this. Then they said memory should be of the same speed and size. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm fine with this. Now the memory should be the same uh, speed, size, size manufacturer, and timings, 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 whatnot. Then we have come to a point where it needs to be the same speed, size, manufacturer, timings, and the same unicorns tiers uh, covering it uh, inside the factory because only those dims are going to work together yes and this magic. is yes this is magic and i don't like magic i want i want I like magic but not in my computers yes computers should be able to work uh whatever you throw at them i know that there are some limitations i understand that the problem is that you cannot just get them uh, computers to run if you not don't pair your hardware but i don't want to be stepping on eggs i want to be able to just go buy uh put together and work on it okay I'm with you. Okay, to sum this up, basically what we're saying here is we dislike mod- modern motherboards because they are limited for expendability options. Uh, and they are putting us in a position in which we have to buy new computers because we cannot expand them. We dislike them because of the fact that they have a lot of memory issues in various different types of issues, and it's not only one. We have a problem with the fact that we dislike uh, we dislike the design from the perspective of expandability outside of the motherboard, which means Thunderbolt, etc., etc. We do not like um, uh, the way in which motherboard information is presented to the customer yes. and memory and other yes. pieces of hardware. No, 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 no argue there. And we uh, think that all of that combined brings us to a conclusion that is that we haven't talked about the updates the BIOS updates. Oh, yes, because we need to touch on this before we finish. Yes, because BIOS updates are uh, create their own private hell. Agreed. Basically, uh, having to update my motherboard to be able to support SATA disks. Or certain memory. uh, No, 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 no. Support SATA disk as such. <laughs> so, <laughs> having having the motherboard that is unable to support anything larger than one terabyte, I have seen this. Because, Lately, yes, uh, six months ago or so. Because basically, just an update need was needed to be able to On the su- server or no, 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 no normal desktop. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't working. Okay, that's ridiculous. Yes, uh, uh, on paper it was working, but then it said. Uh, non No, no, they, they said that we uh, this update was needed in order to support more models of the SSD disks. And then uh, basically, uh, NVMe is not SSD. And then uh, more models meant every disk uh, larger than one terabyte. Your motherboard basically wants to tell you that it is a storage system. Yes. So uh, the idea of me first having to see what uh, update am am I running on? Is there an emergency? BIOS update. uh, uh, BIOS version. BIOS version. Then uh, having to see, is there an emergency update that quickly follows the (laughs) one that I'm running? Because some, something was broken, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding. Uh, in one particular case that I saw, a uh, graphic interface was broken, so uh, you weren't able to actually use the BIOS because the uh, interface itself was broken. That's even better. 
Yes, so uh, the interface is written in C, as we say, as, as we understand understood, and uh, I think it's C plus plus. Yes, but in, in, in any higher programming language. And, and any, anyways, I prefer those pink, uh, yellow, pink green uh, interfaces that the AMI uh, used to have uh, back oh, in the days. Man. But they actually EPA. worked. Yes, but it actually worked. Mm -hmm. uh, today, legacy BIOS all the way. BIOS doesn't work. The graphical interface doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It requires constant uh, updates. And the worst, the worst part is, suddenly the manufacturer decides that uh, there is not going to be any more updates. Mm -hmm. It doesn't notify anybody. Mm -hmm. They don't pu publish. Uh, okay, Intel aside, mm -hmm. Intel always says this is end of line. Mm -hmm. But uh, Intel is not making motherboards anymore. So almost, almost none of the providers or none, none, none of the manufacturers say we are not going to support this motherboard. They mm -hmm. are selling it still. But there are no updates, and then when you, when you have a problem, basically you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so this is another reason why we hate them. Yeah, that's or why we have a rant. Yes. Uh, okay. So basically, so you want to tell me that uh, you had memory issues lately with some of the latest platforms? Because yes. I did. Did you spend a lot of your time doing memory training? No. Yes, you did. But, but the motherboard did. No, 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 no. I just, I just uh, said, okay, uh, I want this to work. Because as I said, I'm two, uh, two thirds in, so I'm I'm old Are, enough to understand that uh, this is somebody else's problem. Is this a, some kind of wisdom? Let's call it like this. Can you apply that to Windows 11, please? No, there is no wind, uh, wisdom at all in Windows 11. Okay. <laughs> and with that bombshell. <laughs> yes, we are ending this. Uh, thank you for being with us. Yes. Bye. Bye.